Well, welcome everyone to our podcast. We are so excited that you're here. This is Holy Week, the events of Jesus's life that define all of history. Holy means separate, distinct from, different. And so we are celebrating a week of Jesus that's different from, separate from anything else. And so today what we're going to do is I want to share some stories that happen just in our story time as we gather that help shape our heart even as we move through this week. So the first person I want to introduce you to is Julie. Julie Pike is married to Kevin, who's our pastor over at the Huntington Beach campus. She had something that happened to her in the last couple of weeks that were very sad and very dramatic, but it also is a way of capturing for us the sense of what is it that we are really celebrating at Easter? So Julie, uh, tell us, you had kind of a sad story. Yes, well, thanks, Kenton. Good morning. And um, yes, it was a really difficult week. Um, my daughter has a friend um, in a local, she's in a local high school and she and her mom, um, her mom was a single mom and faced a lot of challenges together just um, as a single mom and daughter. And, and you really brought them in as your family and kind of do it because she was such a good friend of your daughter's. Right. And so what we did is we decided that we would be family for them. They didn't have community or extended family really. And so we brought them in, brought um, her in and really loved on her. And she helped you out in the resource it. center, and she came which in, is the love of your life. The love of my life is the resource center where we get to help people and um, build community and relationship and with with her, she came in and she experienced something she had never experienced before, and that was giving back and being part of a community and being a part of people who really loved one another and cared about each other. So it really had an impact on this teenage girl's life, which she shared with her mom also. So she's part of your life, but because she's a kid of a single mom, she's got some challenges. So mm -hmm. she lies to you? Yeah. Actually, she, she did lie to me. And, you know... Um, that was really difficult for me. She had lied to me, um, and I wanted to just kind of cut her out of our life because of that. But instead, she came toward me and um, asked me if I would please forgive her and explain that she had never um, experienced life like this before in a family and in community and coming to church and just being loved on like this. And she was trying to learn how to live a different type of life through our family and through the experience at Mariners. Um, but but she, you know, had made a mistake and asked for forgiveness for that and to still be part of the family. Oh, that's beautiful. And then, of course, the events turned. Yes. So um, last week, my daughter and I went over one evening, and um, the mom, her mom had lost her job in the last couple of weeks. And so she was dealing with a little bit of depression and just, um, you know, hopelessness in some ways of just in this economy trying to find work and being the sole support for her and her daughter um, the dad hasn't been in the picture at any time in her life. So, anyways, they were going through that, and we just stopped by and saw them um, on Monday night. And then on Tuesday morning. Um, but that night, as you were driving away, Nikki said, your daughter. Right. So, Monday night, it was, um, you know, we went in, and it was difficult in some ways to just see that sad, kind of the sadness that loomed. Um, but we were driving away, and Nikki and I talked about how they really just needed help. And that they were in this alone and that we had the opportunity to bring some hope and some um, meet some needs for them, just tangible needs of some food and dinners and maybe bring in the community of um, the church community to help with some of that too and just love on them in that way. But then what happened? And um, Tuesday morning, we, um, we found out that, yeah, that this young girl, um, her mom had died um, in the middle of the night 
and she had found her mom um, dead at six that next morning. She didn't take her life. She died. Of she did not. Cause, she yeah. didn't take her life. Um, we still don't know exactly what happened, but we um, but we do know that she did not take her life. And um, so this, yes, it's, it's an extremely tragic. So you have lots of emotions. Here's a person that you're ministering to the daughter, to the mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your lessons? What are kind of the reflection that you have now? Right. Well, as you can imagine, there are a lot of emotions that come during this and um, a lot of sadness and grief and fear even. But in the middle of it, um, what God is really teaching me is to live in that sense of urgency that I go about my days really full and busy and um, relationship is important, but sometimes is put on to the side because there are things to do. And um, what I've learned is I just don't know how much time I have or I have in people's lives. And um, during this week of Easter, it's especially profound because we have this message of hope and life for people. And for me, what that means is that all the people that have been on my mind for some, t- some people for years, to be really honest, um, that it's time for me to move in and, and at least give them the invitation to come and experience hope and the message of Easter and the message of life. That's great, Julie. That it, it's a hard lesson, but the lesson that we don't always have more time is startling, but it's a great reminder. Thanks, Julie. Uh, Cindy's with us also, and what she's got a story of how God showed up in her life in kind of a powerful way, too. Cindy, tell us your story. Well, I've gotten to know this guy in our cafe over the last several months, and a couple of weeks ago, he passed away suddenly at 45, and I really wanted to come alongside both his family and the rest of the family in the cafe and just let him know how beloved he really was and show them community, and I thought, I've got to I've got to do this. I've got to sh- take care of these people and raise money and just take care of the whole situation. Because you're a controlling person. <laughs> I'm a little controlling, that's true. And I always feel like I'll do it a little better than God, probably. And so I really wanted to pray for them and collect money. And God took me out of the picture. I got sick and I wasn't able to do it. But the rest of the um, community just came around these people beautifully and um, paid for things, just took care of it without me. And um, it was just amazing to see God show up. But there was one thing, one need that they had because their son is disabled. And he's big. He's 150, 170 pounds, and the um, widow just couldn't handle him, couldn't lift him into the van. So they needed a lift for their van. And again, I just took control and decided I needed to raise funds. I needed to find contacts of somebody who could handle that for them. And I was talking to one of the other friends in the cafe, telling him, well, see how God handles this. He's handled everything so far. We'll just see how he handles it. And I turned around, and a guy stopped me and said, what kind of a lift do you need? And I said, one for a wheelchair into a van. And he said, rear or side? And right then I knew he was, he was sent to me. And I said, side. And he said, that's what I do. I want to do this for you for free. I want to take care of this. I don't want you to worry about this. And I just looked at him. I said, are you for real? Are you really going to do this? And he laughed and he said, I am. I'm for real. I used to do work for um, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. It's what I do, and I want to do this so that you don't have to worry about it. It That's a great story, and it's a great reminder of what God does, how he shows up, even in the most difficult and challenging situations. And we think we're going to be the answer, but Mm. we're not really. No, I'm not in control. God is. God is good. He'll take care of it, and And I just need to get out of the way. It is, and that's what we (laughs) celebrate at Easter. Thanks so much, Cindy.
And our last story is with Rachel. And Rachel has a wonderful story about how God's using her life that I think is great, especially as we come up to Easter. So, Rachel, tell us about you. When I was a kid, I was a big worrier. I tended to always want to sleep in my parents' room, which was not allowed. So I would sleep outside the door on the floor because I really didn't want to be alone. I was just nervous. And even growing up, I was a straight-A student, but still I would walk into every exam, even in high school, with a stomach ache and just concerned that I didn't study enough even though I was up all night. Um, and it really just didn't benefit me in any way. Is that's what a I hard way learned. to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a tough it's way to go It's exhausting, actually. It is exhausting. Um, so that's the lesson that God has just been drilling into my heart as I'm in my 20s now. And my husband and I recently got involved with Safe Families. Now, what is Safe Families? Safe Families is um, a way that we volunteer and we take care of kids. They come into our home for a short period of time while their family or usually a single mom is going through some type of crisis. And it's really designed to keep uh, kids out of the foster care system because there's just a short problem, a few months or less. And so instead of the parents having to put their kid in the foster care system, it's, it's like a friend, but they don't have the friend. And so it's an organized system. Very powerful ministry. So you got a part of this? Yes, we um, have had two kids with us for about five weeks, and we have a one-year-old boy and a six-year-old girl. And when their mom dropped them off with us, she was very concerned about her daughter because she said she's a worrier. Uh-huh. And so, what are ha- the odds? You what are the odds, right? So she was very concerned. Her daughter had been having night terrors and trouble sleeping, and just worried. And now she's going to be going into a new home, so of course, more worries. So immediately, the first night, she had trouble sleeping. She wanted to come sleep with us. And so it just was amazing to sit there with this girl and be like, this was me. Like, I, I know exactly how this feels. And to get to say with confidence and faith, like, we are going to pray. God is going to give you great dreams. You are going to be safe here. He will protect you. And to get to pray that with her those first nights and then throughout the course of the weeks, we would pray together. And then just this last week, she wanted to pray. So she would pray for all of us, and she would pray for her mom, and she would pray that God would protect her and keep everybody healthy. Um, and so finally she said just the other night, well, sometimes I go to my grandma's house, and I worry a lot there too, and I cry, and I want to go back to my mom. And she said, but now I'm going to tell my grandma my new rule. And I said, what's your new rule? And she said, I don't have to worry anymore because God will help me. And that just hit my heart because that's exactly the lesson that God is teaching me too. And so to hear it from a six-year-old and to know that she'll get to live so many years ahead now with that in her mind and heart um, could change her life. So I've had such a joy getting to get to know these kids and hear that lesson repeated back to me even. Oh, that's great, Rachel. And that's a great lesson. And it is a part of what we celebrate at Easter, isn't it? That we don't have to worry, but that God loves us, takes care of us. It's what we celebrate in Easter. We don't have to live in a hopeless situation, that Jesus always brings hope, that even in the most tragic moments, he's willing to bring us the help that we need. And even when we're worried, Uh, He cares about us, and we can go to him in our prayers. And we're going to celebrate that at Mariners. We have great Good Friday services that we'd hope you come to. Most important event in human history when Jesus died on the cross for us. And uh, we'd encourage you to come. Go on our website. You can see all the services we have on Good Friday. And then we have a whole bunch of services on Easter in Huntington Beach, Mission Viejo, and Irvine. And we hope that you would come and enjoy Easter with us. Have a great day.